listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. How are you settling into New Year? Um, I'm settling really well. I'm very busy, as you know. Yes. Um, I'm, 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 it's lovely to see all the new projects going up, but I have, they're in the past for me. What I'm looking at now is in the future, and by golly, I've got some really good ideas, and I'm full of enthusiasm and can't wait to get at them. Brilliant. So, yes, I'm, I'm raring to go. Excellent. Yes, there's been a lot going on. It's been a very busy start to the year. Um, it certainly has. Yeah, yeah. It's lots going on. Lots going on. It's it's. I I can't seem to be doing enough in my days at the moment. Like, I get to the end of the day, and I'm like, I haven't done enough. Like, there's more. Like, I'm trying to cram in as much as I can. Like, I'm itching for the next day to start so I can get on with more more things. Yes, I know um, what you mean. I don't think yeah. I've ever had so many things on my plate, but in a good way. You know, it's yes. not overwhelming. It's just that I've got so much that I want to get done you know yes and and it will get done the trouble is with us humans are a bit impatient we want to do it all now we want to get it all yes we're not prepared to spend the next couple of months sorting it all out we want to do it now especially in in our situation we've got so much um that we want to get over to people and uh i I can understand their frustration as well Mm. But you've made a very good start. My goodness me, this week's been a, a bumper week for uh, projects. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and so we've got some emails based around these new projects that I wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start off with the first one from Laura. And Laura has done the uh, picture called The Wreck, which is the third pastel stick project that we chucked on mm-hmm. the site this week. Um, And Laura has sent us an email with the picture saying um, that she thought she would share this latest attempt. And um, she says it's marginally better than my last attempt with the tree, but at least I didn't throw this one out. (laughs) She says it's nowhere, uh, it's by no means anywhere as where I'd like them to be yet. Um, She said since she put so much effort into putting these stick tutorials together, um, I wanted to at least let you know that we are attempting them. And she says, gosh, they're hard. I know it's impressionism and it's supposed to be more freeing, uh, but for some reason uh, it stresses me out. Um, I keep thinking of your advice of waiting until your 10th picture, just to to remind people, because that was quite a few podcasts ago now, I think that you said that, Um, Mm. but you said about getting to your 10th picture and looking back on where you've come. And and once you've done Mm. 10 pictures, you have accumulated mm-hmm. quite a, a large amount of knowledge and experience to enable you to, right. to see where you've come from mm-hmm. um so she says only seven more of these to go <laughs> she <laughs> says i want to say thanks for producing them even though they're making me want to pull my hair out so yes i know how she feels <laughs> um but uh, we've looked at your picture laura and we think it's very good like you've done a good job like um don't be too hard on yourself Yes, I, I totally agree. One of the things that I pointed out to Steve when we were chatting uh, about your picture is that um, you've kind of had a, a square piece of paper, which looks like a square piece of paper, and you try to fill it up. 
that's not a good idea. My picture that I've got and presenting to you was perfectly balanced. And I would have rather you stuck to that. Because what happens is you, you can throw something out of kilt sort of thing. And this is what's happened here, particularly if you've got a foreground. Now, you know, and I've said many times before that the hardest thing on a picture usually is the foreground because it's the bit that's closest to you, the bit you feel you have to get right. And generally speaking, it's much harder to produce. I've had that so many, many times, especially on when I've done uh, workshops and so they get fine until they get to the foreground. They fall apart then. Now, what you've done is given yourself a massive foreground. It would have been better if you'd have stuck to my picture or the composition that I've done and and then put all your details that you've got in that foreground, which you've you've extended into the smaller amount, would have looked a lot nicer and a lot better. Mm, but what we did all here, this, we, we just cropped it, didn't we, just to experiment with what it looked like, a bit cropped at the bottom, and it seemed to it, rebalance it, it, didn't it? Yes, it looked better, but, Steve, it was wanting then. It but could you then, those other bits. <laughs> could you just could you just cut it and then put more into the foreground like she's done? You could do that. That's that's an that's an option. Yes, that's what I would do if I was Laura. Laura. I would do that. Um, but you know, these things is all a learning curve, Steve, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, every picture you do, you're going to learn a lot from it, especially in Laura's case and most of our members who, uh, especially if they tackle the, the, the sticks, because they wouldn't be used to them. They're yeah. hard to use, very hard to use. And I'm surprised that um, Laura has, has done a good a job as she has, to be fair, because you're always comparing it with mine. You're going to look at my picture and think, it doesn't look like Collins. Of course it doesn't. Would you really expect it to? I've had 40 years as a professional artist. How could you possibly expect it to look like mine? But what I can do and what I do do is to give you all the, um, the techniques that I use, the composition that I use, and the methods and so on. I give you as much information as I can so that you get a really good crack at it. And we know from experience, the pictures that we've seen, it does work. Mm. And... Uh, you just got to keep at it. And these pictures that we've put up, the three that we've put up so far, are all landscapes. They're all of, of a similar kind of style. Um, but the, there's there's ones coming up, like you said. There's a ballerina coming up. There's a, there's still life. There's animals. Like there's lots of different types mm. of pictures coming up. So that might be interesting, Laura, when you get to those, and when other people get to those to see how you tackle. Because it's like. You know, it's like we, you say to people, do a, a wide variety of subjects, kinds of subjects. Well, that's mm. what you'll get to do with the sticks. And you may find that you some, something clicks when you do the animal or the still life. Like something clicks and you say, oh, OK, I'm getting that. And you mm. learn a bit more, you know. The other thing to bear in mind when you're doing all of these pictures is you're, you're doing um, a picture solely with sticks. Now, I'm going to be in certainly this year. I'm going to be combining pastel pencils and stick pastels together on pastel mat, and 
I'm really excited about that because I think it's going to work really well. Mm. So sometimes, Laura, you think if you looked at this wreck in another six months' time or a similar picture, I would probably be using pastel pencils. Mm. Some of the time that I've been doing these stick pastels, I wished that I could use Yes, you told me. I remember you telling me, you saying, I just want to pick up this pencil. And I'm like, please don't. (laughs) Well, I can't because it would be unfair to do that. But I will be doing that. Now, the whole point of me mentioning this to you is I'm teaching you how to use the stick pastels on their own. Now, imagine that you could perhaps incorporate them in future work of your own, as well as my own projects that I'm uh, putting on the site. Imagine imagine the freedom this is going to give you. Mm. It's going to be absolutely stunning, I think, the, the way we I've produced this. So I'm, I'm kind of saying to you, give these pastels a go, try them out, see how you get on. And if they all work out like uh, the wreck has, then Good for you because you've learned so much. I mean, the sky, for instance, is great. That yeah. sky is lovely, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's faultless. So you, that's what something you've learned. Mm. That's using stick pastels. Mm. Excellent. Well, that's encouraging. I hope that is encouraging for you, Laura, and for anyone else out there trying as well. And um, yeah, there's lots to look forward to, and and know that yeah, you're everyone. You're getting better. Okay. Mm. Right, let's move on to the next email. Which one was it here? Okay, on to Jim's email regarding watercolour. Jim says, I have a quick question with respect to the Cotman green colours. What greens in the 24 set does Colin use and what is the middle green he uses? Perhaps you could break it down to three colours, light green, middle green and dark green with colours and numbers. So let's talk about trees and greens in watercolour? I, I use the uh, lemon yellow hue in as it's a green. Although it says lemon yellow, it's actually a green. Oh. Um, and it works with green brilliantly. I use it not a, I use it in pastel pencils too. Yeah. 104, for instance, in is, is lemon yellow. Uh, the, the two greens I use is sap green. That's probably my favourite of all. That's the middle green, sap green. And the other one I use, the viridian. Now, these are very popular. There's a lot, there's a few more that you could use, but I, I just tend to stick to those. Yeah. And the, I mean, I'll send you over the colour chart, Jim, and it's, it's on our website as well. Um, should be in the courses that you have. Um, if it's not, let me know. But the the numbers are on there too. So the lemon yellow hue in the Cotman range is, I think that's three four six. If I can read it correctly from here, I'm zoomed right in. And then Viridian is six nine six, and the sap green is five nine nine. If you wanted the numbers, mm. that that that's safe colours. Those are. You could use some of the others, and I do. I do from time to time use other greens as well. I don't just stick to those. But um, they, they, they stick to those. You can't really go wrong. Mm. Mm. Okay, good. Well, wanted to offer some tips on that. Um, on the colour chart we've got uh, that we said that we we talked about now 
is um, one that you scanned in, Dad, for us. And there's some crosses by some of the popular colours that you use uh, more regularly. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's right. That's uh, a bit of useful information for people as well if they're wondering what uh, what colours to get started with or what ones are mm. are used most. So. Well, we, as you, you've seen my palette. My palette can be quite a mess, or it will look quite a mess. <laughs> and, and I and I put lots of colours together. Mm. So um, don't. Although I I, I use those colours, as you, they don't end up that colour on the picture. Mm. Like a mixture of browns and raw umbers and ochres and all sorts. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yes. I, I, I've been fascinated when I've edited your watercolors, the the trees. The literally how much you dip into the palette and put on raw color. Well, not raw color, but more concentrated color. Especially when mm. you get building them up. You know, they start mm. watered down, but then you start increasing the intensity of the color, and then you put in raw color on, and all this. it's it's a real process it's fascinating to watch you know how much it, it, how much detail it goes is. into it Work. it is and it, it's lovely to do and I, I keep telling people when i'm doing it this is fun folks i'm really enjoying myself because i am it's <laughs> great it's because that's the whole idea of it if you're having fun uh, you put the experience with fun and you get terrific results yeah yeah definitely okay moving on to dave's email about uh, the, one of the new projects that we've been put, put up this week, so we can talk mm-hmm. about those. It's the uh, Kingfisher he's talking about. And these pictures um, are going to surprise people because there's a lot of pencils in them. Um, well, I suppose it shouldn't surprise people because they are stunning, and that just goes to show how um, what a difference it makes to the picture when you have such a wide variety of pencils to choose from. That's right. Um, so Dave says that uh, mentions comments on the fact there's a lot of pencils in there, and he asks the fact there's a lot of pencils in there across multiple ranges. Would he ever use them again, or is he likely to use them again? Definitely. There's no question I would, because if I've chosen those colours, they appeal to me as part of the fact that uh, I've, I'm following um, a reference picture. So I'm interpreting the pictures. But but beyond that, I'm looking at pictures and think, wouldn't it be nice to put this colour, that colour, and that colour together? Mm. And it works. One of the, the one of the pictures that um, we put up was the um, mallard. Mm. Now, I've had that picture for a long time, the actual reference picture. And I thought, mm, and I thought, try, oh, I will do it. No, I won't. No, I won't. And I had to wait, really, until fairly recently when I've had a terrific range of colours. And if you look at that mallard, you'll see there's a lot of colours in there yeah. over the whole of the ranges. Um, but that made that possible. Imagine the head, if you can picture the head. I had to give that effervescent, no, no that's what, what's the word when you have colours mixing together? You know what I mean? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there, there's a, there must be a name for it. Anyway, I, I thought that was impossible. That is, And I think it would have been impossible if I'd have stuck with a Faber-Castell pencil. Mm. But because I could use other colours as well, it 
it made that possible and that made that head which I always liked. When you look at the mallards in real life, they are stunning. Yeah. <laughs> the colours, it changes. The colours that come through the tone, oh, like it's a general it, tone, but there's colours underneath, mm, isn't mm. there? There's just this I know, beautiful wonderful. range of so, colour. Yeah. So I thought, well, okay, now is the time that I will do it. And I, I when I first started it, I thought, oh, is this, is this going to look good or not? But, it does look really nice, but it, it's an exercise more than anything else. I don't think you could call that a real picture unless you were an avid Mallard fan. But the exercise, it's a wonderful exercise in control and colour usage. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, Dave goes on to say that he has hardly used his Derwin pencils um, that didn't work out on the Ongre, but on pastel mat, he's, um, he's found that they do work really well. So, and this is, this is the beautiful thing about all of the, the, the pictures um, that we put up and, and that people can always do with pictures that you only use Faber Castell on. They can always dip into any ranges they've got and use colors from, you know, whatever they have to hand to, to mm. do these pictures. So looks like Dave's uh, trying out the Derwents on the, uh, the pastel mat too with this. And, and that's wonderful as well, you know? Yeah. Good for him. Great. Great to, uh, to dip into them. Um, last thing that Dave mentions here, he says, it's strange how I struggle on the so-called easy subjects and have confidence aplenty on the more difficult ones. Can Colin explain? I can absolutely explain that because it happens to me. At, very recently, um, in today, in fact, I've been working on um, more of the starter packs because mm-hmm. we're going to produce a video on all of our starter packs. I've only got a few left. And I find that really hard, really hard to do. Now, you wouldn't think that, but it is because I'm used to picking up pencils from all over the place and creating colors. Well, when you've got, to, you've only got for instance, on a black cat, I'm, I'm doing the black cat at the moment. On the, on the um, black fur, I can only use three colors. <laughs> yeah. I can use white, I can use 273, which is the mid-gray, and black. Three colors to produce the fur. And I've got to tell you, I'm struggling with it. I'm doing it, but I'm finding it difficult because i I would be using probably 12 colors to produce that. Mm. <laughs> How could, you know what I mean? So, it's like putting so, the chains on you, isn't it? Like saying, oh, absolutely. Limiting but you. I've still got to produce the effect, you see. That's the thing. Yeah. It, and, uh, and I am, and, and it's coming up very well. So, but of course, if you're, if you're starting out and the idea of the, uh, the starter packs is for beginners, you don't want to give them too many pencils. Mm. Three pencils to do the cat's fur is fine. Thank you very much. Don't give me any more. Um, and they will do the job. But when you're um, used to, um, as I am, uh, like the kingfisher, I don't know how many pencils. must be about 40 pencils, I think, for that. Oh, I'm and I'm to restricted to um, a few. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's a lot anyway, Steve. (laughs) 
So I totally agree with Dave. Um, uh, that's probably going to um, – well, I don't think many of our members that are listening to this will actually be doing the starter packs. They might do. Mm. Uh, they're fun to do. Well, you know, but, people uh, could do the starter packs, but then they're, they're not course, limited like you are. They could, they could uh, They could go, all right, I'm going to put in – Ten more colours. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, Steve. Yes, they could do that, and they and I would certainly do it if I was doing it again. Yeah, I can't because I'm restricted. But uh, I count. I uh, counted, and there's thirty five colours in that Kingfish shop. Thirty five oh, pencils. That? Which oh, is it, it, a fair it felt amount. like it felt like forty. <laughs> 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 when you see them all, I mean, I've showed pictures, and when when you see them all out on my table all around the picture when I'm picking them. It, it's very confusing sometimes. Yeah. Where's that one gone? And oh, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm videoing it as well, so I have to pick it up mm. quickly. I can't say, excuse me, folks, while I rumble through my pencils. Oh, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is, this is where we wanted to head, and this is where we're heading this year, is, um, is you know, really taking it to the next level of difficulty and uh, complexity um, mm. but then producing wonderful and incredibly vibrant pictures and that's what we want people to um, get to we want this is the idea is that these are very much you know towards the advanced level of their journey it's it's a few years in potentially you know or five years in or whatever you know depending on how many pictures they do that's right um, you know it's something for people to to get to it's a uh, it's nice to have that and then take it a bit further with the sticks, you know, because we've been we've been having we've had this site for uh, nearly nine years this year. So people that like Dave has been with us since right near the beginning, um, mm. you know, people have been with us this time and they've been progressing year on year. And, uh, and we want to keep them keep challenging them, you know. Oh, I'm doing that on I. Oh, I'm, you I'm are. Doing, I'm doing that well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, as as proven by a couple of these today, you know, people are are enjoying the challenge. What um, I did find, Steve, and I'm sure you you, um, you probably realise too, that we've had more likes on that wreck than the others. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. 20, Twenty-one likes on the uh, on the wreck so far, oh. whereas uh, I think the highest number is on the Kingfisher. Was it nine? Nine compared with twenty-one on the uh, on the wreck. So well, there you go. People are liking that. They are probably because probably because it's different. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's it's given it gave me food for thought because I really enjoy doing that, mm. and uh, and I've got a another one, a fishing boat as well, lined up somewhere in the long along the line. Um, I'm trying to put a, a lovely sunset sky together with a fishing boat parked on a beach. Anyway, that's something that's coming up. So it, it gives me a bit of encouragement to think, oh, you know, people do like the. Oh, this isn't the wreck, mind you. This is a proper fishing boat. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, there's going to be more of that kind of thing coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Well, there's, there was a right mix that we, we uploaded and uh, the stick pastels, <laughs> the three birds that were were across lots of ranges of pencils and we also put the uh rocky the billy goat on there and it's lovely i and, love that one yeah and the uh but, highland cow so two very sort of farm animal themed 
pictures Mm. but lots of people have been messaging me and saying thank you for putting the highland cowl up there that's that's cow that is one that i've always wanted to do and and that's uh that's a nice one that's a really lovely picture to look at the the texture of the fur you could just feel it just by looking at the picture and it's also a, a wonderful picture for people who want to have a go at foregrounds mm. because that foreground is a real tough one mm. you know these are sort of things that i i throw in uh, every now and again and think right have a go at that now because once you can once you crack the idea of that of being able to work on the random approach to foliage and grasses and so on it does change because because you you don't forget that so you can apply it to your own work then mm. excellent lovely okay thanks dad for all of your advice and that's all right help and thanks for everyone for your emails keep them coming in keep letting us know what you're working on and how you're getting on and any questions that you have it's what we're here for it's what these podcasts are here for and uh, we'll be back next week with some more updates and um yeah keep up the great work okay thanks everyone for listening i'm stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy Enjoy your week. week